This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning. Good morning and welcome to Morning Breath or good afternoon. And uh, we are a drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. And maybe you're getting this at non-drive time, but we still say good morning and good day to you. I'm Pastor Brian. I'm one of the staff pastors here at East Coast. and I'm sitting in for Pastor Dan today. I also have a co-host with me, uh, Christian Hurston. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Excited to be here and to be reading through Exodus. This Let's is a fun do it. One. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty exciting little uh, portion of scripture. Yeah, absolutely. One that you don't always just pick out on your own, but it's cool seeing God's faithfulness through it all. Yeah, right on. And we have uh, we have Nick Clemson here with us, uh, studio extraordinaire, engineer, and all things uh, production. I guess. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Right on. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this for us and being here with us. And um, Pastor Christian, you want to tell them how to get connected to the show and what this all is about? Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way to get connected to East Coast and to Morning Breath is through our East Coast app. You can find that on the Apple or the Google Play Store. It's a blue background with a white cross. If you just search for East Coast app, you'll find it. On there, you can find the Morning Breath schedule, the past recordings, all information for East Coast. I like to say this, that anything we ever mention for any events or anything going on, you can find it on our app or on our website, which is e triple C dot us. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would love to email or mail out a devotion guide to you. So tons of ways to stay connected. Yeah, of course, we are a ministry of East Coast Christian Center, and so we'd love to get you connected to weekend services and just all things East Coast, actually. If you want to looking for a home church, you're looking for ways to connect your student, maybe, or young adult, or uh, looking for small groups, all those kinds of things. We are we are a part of East Coast Christian Center. We're a multi-site church, and we got locations all across our community, whether that's Vieira, Coco here in Merritt Island. But uh, we, we just want to connect you to it. And we got a couple things coming up that we want to draw your attention to. The first of which is a what we, what's called a Global Leadership Summit. Uh, what this is, this is a, a live stream leadership teaching uh, seminar conference. Uh, we'll host it here in Merritt Island at the Parkway Worship Center. And it provides lunch and breakfast each day. It's a Thursday, Friday, August 6th and 7th. It's coming up next week or in the next you know week and a half, I guess. And so uh, we would love to um, have you come and be a part of that. You can get more information about it at our website, eccc.us forward slash events. The price currently is $79. That does include, like I said, breakfast and lunch both days, as well as hours of teaching, um, hours of great leadership um, teaching. Maybe you go, I'm not really a leader, but maybe you would like to be a leader. Maybe you want to be equipped to be a leader, or maybe you are a leader and you don't recognize that you are. And even if it's mom or it's dad, if there's anything leadership in you, I'd encourage you to come and be a part of that. And, uh, we want to just get you connected to, to some great teaching. And so it'll be streamed in. It's a it's like it is. It's a global leadership thing. So there's people from all over the planet that will be speaking and uh, just really charging people up in their leadership. Still. Yeah, there's something for everybody there, too, is I loved it. I've been a part of it the last few years. And, you know, no matter what age, demographic, whatever it is, there's a great teacher and some of the best in the world. Yeah, it's good. It's, awesome. and it's for, you know, maybe you're a business leader. This is not just like this is not just church leadership. Absolutely. This is actually leadership uh, across the board. And so it will do you good. Uh, regardless of what you're leading. Maybe you're just yep. coaching a little league team or yep. coaching a flag football team or something. This will help you. Yeah, there's a great saying from Craig Groeschel, who he's kind of the ambassador and champion for it. He says, when the leader gets better, everybody gets better. Yes. And so good encouragement for you. Another big announcement we have is that our East Coast University fall semester is starting 
August 6th. So that's going to be Thursday, August 6th coming up. We're very excited. We have, you know, a class for all different levels. We have a one-year core class that you could be a part of. And I believe in my heart, I'll, I'll be instructing this year, is that every believer really should go through this and to be able to just sharpen their knowledge of the word, of how who they are in Christ. And it's a great way to get in. You can audit the class for uh, less cost and just check it out and see, or you could sign up. They're very reasonable. So you can go to our website and get more information on that. Right on. So we're in, uh, we're in Exodus chapter nine today. And uh, what we're going to do is we read a chapter and we're going to talk about what God speaks to us about or breathes on as we do that. It is a devotion. It's not a teaching time. So we're not going to just teach you this whole chapter in Exodus. We're actually just going to talk about what God breathes on today. So it is Exodus chapter nine. I have the New Living Translation. What do you have over there? Same for me, yeah, NLT. Awesome. Awesome. So there's 35 verses. Uh, Let's break it after 17. I'll get you started. I'll pick it up in 18 if that's all right. All right. And I say unto you, Christian, read, sir. Go back to Pharaoh, the Lord commanded Moses. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says. Let my people go so they can worship me. If you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats with the deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of the Israelite animals will die. The Lord has already set a time for the plague to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he had said. The next morning, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites had not lost a single animal. But even so, the Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn, and he still refused to let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take handfuls of soot from a brick kiln and have Moses toss it in the air while Pharaoh watches. The ashes will spread like fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, causing festering boils to break out on people and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from a brick kiln and went and stood before Pharaoh. As Pharaoh watched, Moses threw the soot in the air and boils broke out on people and animals alike. Even the magicians were unable to stand before Moses because the boils had broken out on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and just as the Lord had predicted to Moses, Pharaoh refused to listen. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so they can worship me. If you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. But now I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with the plague to wipe you off the face of the earth. But I have spared you for for this purpose, to show you your power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. All right, verse 17. But you still, Lord, but you still lord it over my people and refuse to let them go. So tomorrow at this time, I will send a hailstorm more devastating than any in all the history of Egypt. Quick, Order your livestock and servants to come in from the fields to find shelter. Any person or animal left outside will die when the hail falls. So the Pharaoh's officials were afraid because of what the Lord had said. They quickly brought their servants and livestock in from the fields, but those who paid no attention to the word of the Lord left theirs out in the open. Then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hand towards the sky so hail may fall on the people and livestock and all the plants throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses lifted his staff towards the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flash towards the earth. 
The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Never in all the history of Egypt had there ever been a storm like that with such devastating hail and continuous lightning. If left all, if it left all of Egypt in ruins. The hailstorm or the hail struck down everything in the open field, people, animals, and plants alike. Even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he confessed. The Lord is the righteous one, and my people and I are wrong. Please beg the Lord to end this terrifying thunder and hail. We've had enough. I will let you go. You don't need to stay any longer. All right, Moses replied. As soon as I leave the city, I will lift my hands and pray to the Lord. Then the thunder and hail will stop, and you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. All the flax and barley were ruined by the hail because the barley had... Um, had formed heads and the flax was budding, but the wheat and the ember wheat were spared because they had not yet sprouted from the ground. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and went out of the city. When he lifted his hands to the Lord, the thunder and hail stopped and the downpour ceased. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, he and his officials sinned again. And Pharaoh again became stubborn because his heart was hard. Pharaoh refused to let the people leave. So as just as the Lord had predicted through Moses. Amen. Amen. So pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've if you've read if you read your Bible and read these, uh, or maybe even just heard these stories of, yeah. of the plagues of the Old Testament. Here we are, right in the midst of it. Whether it's festering boils or or hail, um, I mean, it is it is just one thing after another. Honestly, I mean, literally, there's we just goes on and on for a series of chapters. You read your Bible, and it's like. You know, here comes here comes you know thunder from heaven. Here comes boils. Here comes what's next? I mean, it was frogs Niles, and it was flies rat, yeah. and it was gnats and it was you know and it goes River on and turns on. to blood. Yeah. yeah, all of this progression, and yet we see Pharaoh playing games with it all. You know, and um and I just you know for me I I just I, I look at these uh, series of chapters. We're looking at chapter nine in this moment, but I just I just it's hard for me to look and to go, man, come on, dude. Like like why why didn't you get it? Like yeah. you know. He could, could confess the right stuff, but yet he was unwilling to actually change in his heart, you know? Yeah. And I'm um, such a great picture of, you know, maybe what we're called to do today, even in, it's not all about behavior change. And you know, I worked in an environment for years um, before I was on staff here at a church in a psychiatric hospital. And um, there's great, you know, there's there's great help to be had in a psychiatric hospital for, you know, for those that are danger to themselves or to somebody yeah. else. And um, nothing against the process or the the value of that. I think it's hugely valued to protect people from, really from themselves many times. Um, however, a lot of it was built on behavior change and let's train new behavior. Training new behavior is great. Replacement behaviors are great instead of self-injurious things or, you know, dangerous behaviors that you're, that you're doing. But you know, the real change has to happen in the heart. And, um, this, you know, much of the old Testament, we see a lot of behavior things. We see a lot of, um, just kind of harsh looking things. It looks like, you know, God's just being harsh and punishing and like all this, you know, damage and destruction at the hands of the Lord, you know, and you go, how is it doing it? Well, it really comes down to a heart changes. And God was trying to paint a picture for Pharaoh that, that he wanted, he's jealous and he wants all of his heart. You know, he doesn't yeah. want, just want, you know, behavior, you know, to be different and just to even just say things, to speak things, but actual genuine heart change. And so, um, you know, for me, when I, when I read this chapter, I just, it just sticks out to me that the value of heart change, like it says in verse, um, let me see, this is in actually in the first verse, the end of the first verse it says, let my people go so they can worship me. God's yeah. always been into a heart of worship. He, the, yeah. Worship can be just lip service again, but it's not real worship if it's just lip service, you know, and we see in this chapter where, you know, Pharaoh gives lip service, but God's desire is that people would worship him. And that worship is, you know, attention, it's, it's focus, it's not just 
lip service. And so, I don't know, those kinds of things stuck out to me. I'll kick it over to you. What, what do you think about all that? Yeah, I, of all these chapters here, kind of 7 through 10, you see the plagues and you hear this phrase over and over again, but the Lord hardened his heart. And that's something that I kind of wrestled with when I did my own Bible study because as believers, we believe in free will. And we think about the fact that Moses had his free will, Pharaoh had his free will, but I love this idea, and I, I didn't come up to myself, but I heard someone say it, is that what was in Pharaoh's heart is what came out already. It wasn't as though Pharaoh was this great person that God went in and then corrupted him, but the, the wickedness that was already in him is what came out. And a good example here is that I could have someone harden their heart against me. It's nothing to do with my behavior. I could be good natured towards them. I could be even serving them, trying to share love, but their heart could be hardened and be bitter towards me, independent of me because it was already there. And so in this situation, God used all of these plagues and these things to kind of turn Egypt on itself. Is the, the Egyptians worshiped the Nile. You know, and it was considered the heart and even the the blood of the the nation to be able to be the source of it. And here that the rivers turned to blood and said, no, this is not your source. God is your source. And as crazy as it sounds, they had uh, frogs that they worshiped. In the Egyptian culture, they held certain frogs in reverence. And here it's like, nope, I'm gonna turn that thing on its head. I'm gonna show you that, and this says it over and over again, is that God will be glorified. So in all of these things, he's gonna show his power and not make it just in our own ability, in our own strength, in our own natural things, but it's God's gonna get the glory in this situation. But when you humble yourself, under the mighty hand of God, then you will be exalted, that God will be given glory, and it changes everything. And once that, that heart change happened, you know, well, things, things didn't go great for the Egyptians, but we could see that there was a change. Yeah, you know, I, I really like the, I mean, you can see the difference between Pharaoh and Moses. Moses just saying yes to God and just being obedient. Yeah. Like whether he says, lift your staff or, you know, do this or tell him that. And Moses is just doing it. Like yeah. he's just willing to to serve God wholeheartedly and just yep. say what he needs to say and do what he's been asked to do yeah. um, versus Pharaoh who wants to play games a little bit mm -hmm. and doesn't doesn't trust God at all. And he'll, you know, when it's getting a little bit intense and how many people do we know? And how, I mean, I've been there. Forget everybody else out there. I've been there when things get tough, how it draws me to God. Like yeah. everything starts going crazy around you. And what Absolutely. happens? You press into God. Press right? in more. And do, but does it stick? Do you actually press in, you know, there's, there's great, um, I don't know, there's quotes out there about, you know, jail time ministry, you know, yeah. you get behind Fox bars. Foxhole religion. You know, and, yeah. All the things, right? Yeah. Um, we've all experienced some level of that, and here we have it in this chapter when it all starts breaking loose, and, you know, it's hail, and it's boils, and it's all the stuff, and what happens? They'll, they'll, they'll turn and go, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it, you know, yeah. just enough to kind of end the mess, if you yeah. will, and you're just kind of, you know, playing games. And uh, God has not ever been in playing games. He wants obedience. He wants willingness to say yes to him. And, you know, that willingness, um, you know, our, it's it's our, like you said, it's our will. Like we have a choice to say yes to God. And um, I love the picture that's painted of Moses, just, just being obedient, just being willing, even when it's hard and the consequences of that sometimes look messy. Um, I mean, can you imagine? It's like, hey, raise your staff and this is going to happen. And you're watching all this go down and but yet you're just being faithful to, yeah. to be obedient to His what God said. His life is threatened when he did it too, oh. like the consequences of some of these things. Oh, yeah, it, it's no joke, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, there's things out there that, you know, that you maybe have heard out there that, that say things like, oh, it'll always, you know, be easy with God. It'll be better. And, you know, the truth is that this is pretty hard. This is pretty hard for Moses. Now, did God spare his people? Absolutely. You see in 26, the only place without hail was the region of Goshen where the people of Israel lived. Like yeah. God was very adamant to go, you know what? 
I'm going to show myself strong. I'm going to show my blessing on the people of Israel. Like he's always been into blessing his people. There's yeah. no question about that, that he could protect his, um, his people. And he still wants to do that for you and me today. That, yeah. that We have promises as men and women of God to go, you know what? I'm going to stand on the promise of God. I'm going to be obedient. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to do what, you know, what I'm asked to do by God. Let's do that. Let's worship him fully. And in that process, there is a blessing tied to yeah. that. There's no question there's a blessing tied to, to serving God. It is better with God, but it doesn't always look good all yeah. the time. And he, he protected look them right. through it too. Well, That's yeah. an important thing. He didn't just lift them out oh, yeah. as they had to endure. We'll get to that in these coming chapters is the whole idea of the Passover. Like right. they had to go through this tough circumstances, but God and the blood of the lamb covered them yeah. so that way they could endure. And that's when you're strengthened even greater. Yeah. And so, you know, we're in, we're in a, a series of months now of, uh, some craziness in our culture and, yeah. you know, craziness going on around us. And, um, all sorts of stuff going on, but you know, is God able to protect his people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does God want you blessed? Yes. How is that going to happen? I'm not sure every time and I don't understand the how every time, but I know that God's way is better every yeah. time. And so I want to just walk in obedience and say yes and and never harden my heart. Like I don't want to be in a place where my heart gets my heart gets hardened, whether that's my choosing or someone else. You know, I'm I just want to stay soft and tender and I think in our softness and our tenderness to the things of God that is the place that we actually can be successful. And I mean, plenty of verses, um, you know, if we'll, we'll humble ourselves, like you said, you know, God will exalt us in due season. You know, if, if we'll seek God first and, and not all the stuff that, you know, all these things will be added to us. Yeah. It's a matter of our hearts bend towards God. It's always been about heart. It's always been about worship. It's always been about time, attention, focus on him and not on all this stuff that's blown off around us. What else stuck out to you? So this is an interesting one, but I want to address it, is that here's these magicians that are honestly, they're doing some of these acts. So it's crazy when you think about previously in the chapter, Moses throws down a staff, and they throw down a staff, and it it turns into a snake. But God's staff was more powerful, and it swallowed up and ate it. And we need to know that there is a real enemy out there, and the devil will use you know, plagiarism. He'll use, you know, a fake thing. I I love that you taught a message years ago of same, same is like, you could see the deception in the world. It's not the same. It's the knockoff, but the enemy will use it to distract us. And he'll use those things to try to steal God's glory. But here you can see in kind of verse nine, verse 10, is they said that the the magicians were unable, verse 11, even the magicians were unable to stand before Moses because the boils had broken out on them also, is they were able to replicate, you know, thing after thing after thing, but they weren't able to hold up against it. You need to know this though, is that there is a real enemy out there and he will use anything he can, the Bible says, to steal, kill, and destroy. But you have the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the well, dead living in you. There's more power that you have as a believer today than Moses yielded in this time because he didn't have the Holy Spirit living in him. He didn't have yeah. the same kind of power that we have. But you need to know the enemy that you're fighting against. The Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and every ruler of darkness. And there's things in the unseen world that we're fighting against. So if you're a dad out there like Brian and I are, if you're a mom or if you're a business owner, if you're a teacher, you need to be taking a stance in the spiritual realm and stopping these things that will fight against you and know that you're going to win. You are going to make it through the other side, but don't be fighting it on your own. Don't be trying to just do it in your own flesh. You need to take captive any of those things that happen, bind them and say, God, I know that with you, all things are possible and that you're the victor. It's good. I, you know, I, I thinking through that, the, 
the message that I preached that you that you referenced there about same same and just a picture of uh, uh, who God really is, uh, the God that we serve, and um, compared to some of the phonies and the fake stuff that's out there that seems right. There's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end leads to destruction. I think it's Proverbs fourteen twelve says that, and um, that's one of the verses early on in my walk with Christ that really has stuck with me. That there's a lot of ways out there that seem right, and yeah. um, you might go, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. You know what? It seems right, but in the end's destruction, and a little bit of perversion can get you out there pretty it does, far. Pretty it doesn't quick, take right? much. One degree will make you not hit your course. Like, Absolutely. So yeah. a little bit off course, and you gotta you gotta poke through that, and you go, well, how do I know if you know is everything demonic? Is everything you know? No, not everything is, but there's a lot of things out there that are that the enemy is using to steal, kill, and destroy from you. And so yeah. be be on guard. And so the picture of what is the true, how do we know? How do we do this? How do we understand what the truth is? Well, let's know our Bible well. Let's know the character of God well. You know, I had an experience just in the past week and a half or so. I was at a I was at a stadium here locally. My son was playing baseball. Um, I, I coached some baseball, but in this situation, I was just a fan. I was just sitting um, out at Space Coast Stadium here. I was sitting on the very top row because that's where the shade was in the middle of the day. Come on, I was shade. sitting totally Preach. up in the shade, yeah, trying to keep the sun from smiting me, if you will. And um, I'm up there in the in the top, you know, top row. My son is 12 years old. Is in the stadium, you know, big old field, and he's only 12 years old. He's out in center field, so he's got to be, you know, I don't know, 400 feet away, 500 feet away in a big old stadium. And uh, my son knows my voice. He knows he knows my whistle. He knows he, he he knows who I am. Like, and if I were to whistle, he would know that's dad, right? And so, yeah. and dad has coached him a lot. And so I'm trying to move him. He's playing center field. I'm trying to move him into an area where, you know, the ball might get hit or whatever. And so I whistle. And sure enough, my wife is actually shocked by it. She kind of looks and was like, dude, he recognized it. Of course Incredible, he does. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how we know. We get to know the, 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 the sound of our dad, the sound of our yeah. father, the sound of the word of God in our lives, the truth of it. When we know that well now we can pick through some of the some of the you know crazy and the chaos and some of the the other things that are not God's best for us and so I would just encourage you you know in this concept of that there is there is some phony out there there is some fake out there and there is some power in some of that fake and phony we have to realize that the enemy is out to steal from you and to kill and to destroy and so we have to stand back and go okay God what do you want to do in this moment? I want to say yes to you, and I don't want to be moved by all the things that I can get caught up in. And so in getting caught up, let's slow down a little bit and make sure that the that the truth is what we're walking in, that we're careful to say yes to God and not yes to all the other things that yeah, seem so right. Good. And so in this situation where the magicians had a little bit of power, they you know there was something going on here, but in comparison to the greatness of our God, yeah. not even close, and not even a comparison, you know? And so um, I, you know, as I read this, I, I thought about just the power of this, like lightning and hailstorm. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is Florida. We we see some lightning storms. Oh yeah. Right? Like like recently, I, I had a picture on my phone actually of all the lightning that was blowing off around us, and it is just straight lightning everywhere. I wonder what this looked like in comparison to some of our something Florida that they storms, had never you know? seen before, oh, like the never, greatest of all. They'd never understood hail and and lightning of this sort, and that is. You know, the, the magnitude and the power of our God is so much bigger. Like the signs and wonders of our God are so much better and so much bigger. And in this situation, it, it appears to be, you know, destructive, you know, but it's actually all bent towards bringing people into an understanding of who God is and yep. the power that exists in in the name of Jesus. Actually, this is all pointing to a Savior. This like mm-hmm. this is the this is the early days of going. Hey, there's a better way over here. Yeah, that this law good. is never going to work. That this this lifestyle of you yep. know slavery and bondage to a law and to a bunch of rules and stuff was never going to work. And so there's a powerful God that wants to know you. That wants you to worship Him. And that move towards worship. That move towards knowledge of who God really is and Dad's voice and understanding that this is all a movement towards that 
though it looks messy right here in this yeah. chapter, it's a picture that's being painted of a need for a savior. And so, um, I don't know. I, I just, I want to sit back and go, okay, let's know God's voice. Well, let's say yes to him. Let's not harden our heart. Let's not get deceived by the, the lies of the enemy that are out there. There's real, there's a liar, there's a deceiver, there's real stuff out there that, um, that's, at, that's just the whole point of it is to take from you. And you know what? Just giving lip service to, well, well, you know, when it, when it's bad, let's, let's, you know, kind of move in God's direction. No, let's, let's, actually make a heart change and say, God, get on the inside of me. Change my heart. I surrender whatever area. It might just be a single area. It's not your whole life all the time. It's just a single area of your life that might actually need to go, you know what, I'm going to give that to you too. It might be your finances. It might be your relationships. It might be your marriage. It might be your, your parenting style. But let's give it over to God and let God get in the middle of that. We're going to get to a break and we'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. We offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. So here's an idea just to kind of close out the program. This is what Pastor Brian was sharing before the break is that when those storms are happening, here they got some of the craziest lightning storms, the hail, everything is happening. You may be going through a storm in your life right now. If that's happening with you, trust God and know that he's going to be with you. The Bible promises us. They say that I will never leave you. 
I will never forsake you, is that God is there in the midst of all of that. And oftentimes it's through that adversity, it's through those challenges that we'll see God's faithfulness at the greatest level. We'll see just his steadfastness, steadfastness and we can trust him through it. And on the other side, our relationship will be strengthened. We'll know him in a greater way. Yeah, I love that. I love that he's in it with us, that God isn't like out there somewhere in the distance, but he's actually in this with us. God with us, Emmanuel. We celebrate it at Christmas time, but I think maybe we we forget about it in the storms of life and in the busyness and the, and the crazy that's going on around us. We don't actually stop and go, hey, I got the God of the universe on the inside of me by the Spirit of God. I'm equipped for every good work. I'm able, even when it all starts going nuts around me. And, you know, there's a lot of nutty things going on around us, even right now in this season of our lives. We don't have to get caught up in the stuff. We can actually stay focused on worshiping Jesus, hear from heaven, and in that, just say yes to him and watch what's possible. There is good stuff in store for those that will just dig in and, and, and you know, be willing to seek God wholeheartedly. And so let's do that today. Thanks for tuning in to the show. God bless you guys. Have a great week. We'll, uh, we'll touch base soon. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.